BJ Penn versus Ryan Hall. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So the prodigy is returning to the octagon. BJ Payne comes into the contest with 16 wins and 12 losses. Of his 16 wins, 7 are by KO, TKO, 6 by sub, 3 by decision. Of his 12 losses, 4 by KO, TKO, 8 are by decision. Ryan the Wizard Hall comes into the contest. 6 victories, 1 defeat. Of his 6 wins, 2 are by KO, TKO, 2 are by sub, 2 are by decision. His 1 loss came via the cards. Currently, the odds sit at pin, straight, plus 375. Ryan Hall, straight, minus 470. Fight goes to a decision or won't go to a decision. This is a three-round fight. Fight goes to a decision, minus 185. Fight doesn't go to a decision, plus 155. Fight is a draw, 75 to 1. Pin wins inside the distance, plus 645. Hall wins inside the distance, plus 240. Penn wins by decision, plus 752. Hall wins by decision, minus 131. So you can see straight out of the gate, they got Penn as a big, big underdog to Hall, who has only lost one time. If you're looking at Penn's recent activity, it's not good. We've got losses to Nick Diaz. We've got losses to Roy McDonald. We've got losses to Frankie Edgar. We've got losses to Yari Rodriguez. We've got losses to Dennis Silver. Siver. He hasn't fought since 2017. I mean, he's looked terrible. If any of you guys had, have had the opportunity to actually watch him, he's looked absolutely as abysmal in there. Hall is 6-1. and one. But he hasn't fought since 2016, and that was a butt flop against Gray Maynard, which was a terrible, terrible fight. Now, if you guys remember, when the rumors first started about this fight, I did a podcast, and I'll link to that. If you're listening to this on YouTube, click the icon in the upper right corner. It will link back to that original podcast where I said I wouldn't be surprised if BJ was going to come back. And if he was going to come back, this was the best possible matchup he could ever ask for. I really believe the UFC and Dana White are giving him the gift of a lifetime here if he has any ability left because Ryan Hall is not a great striker. And if you look at Penn's last few losses, he's really been outstruck by people who are just giving him an ass whooping. Super tough, but he has been stopped. Like we said, of the 12 losses, four by KOTKO, two of those losses by KOTKO have happened in his last five fights. So he's really being outstruck on the feet, dominated, beat up, taking a beating. That's why a lot of BJ Penn fans don't want to see him in the octagon anymore. It's not just because he's losing. It's the way he's losing. He's taking a lot of punishment. With Ryan Hall, even if he loses on the feet, he should not take that type of abuse. And if he does, there's a real problem. He shouldn't be fighting at all. 
I know a lot of people are going to make that case right now. Like, he shouldn't be fighting. He certainly shouldn't be in the UFC, and I can't argue against that. I don't think he should be fighting. I don't think he should be in the UFC for sure. What I'm saying is when you look at this matchup, this is like the best possible matchup he could have ever asked for. If there's any opportunity ever in his lifetime to get a win and break the losing streak, it's now against Ryan Hall. He's coming off a two-year layoff. He doesn't have massive power. Again, two KOs out of six wins. He's not a real dominant striker, a flashy striker, a powerful striker. His, he loves the ground, actually. And if you look at it, most people say, oh, you know, prime pin or in-shape pin. That's a big joke that I was talking about. But most people consider his Brazilian jiu-jitsu top-notch. I would say the same thing about Ryan Hall. Most people think his jiu-jitsu is top-notch. It's kind of like an old-school, new-school battle we have going on. Obviously, Penn's been around a lot longer than Hall, and Hall does a lot of the newer-style sport jiu-jitsu that has translated pretty well into MMA. He's only got one loss. He does have two subs, but this could be a case where if... Hall loves to go to the ground. He'll butt flop all the time. He'll pull guard. He'll go for ankle locks. He does all kinds of crazy stuff to get it to the ground. Most people are trying to avoid that. So they're always worried about going to the ground with Hall, not from wrestling takedowns. That's another thing. Hall's wrestling is no nowhere near what Penn has faced throughout his career. He doesn't have to worry about that. Hall likes to get us to the ground any way necessary. He's not afraid to pull guard. Go back and watch that Gray Maynard fight if you dare. Terrible. Terrible. But Penn could be one of the few fighters that isn't afraid to go on the ground with Hall. And then it's whose jiu-jitsu is better. We obviously know Penn is not where he's supposed to be at age 40 and his overall skill set. But does the old dog still have the skills in Brazilian jiu-jitsu? That could come into play if these guys end up with Hall on the bottom of his own will. He does not mind being on the bottom. He, in fact, likes to be on the bottom. It doesn't matter if it's a wrestler. It doesn't matter if it's a striker. It doesn't matter if it's another BJJ artist. He does not mind fighting off of his back. Prefers it. And Penn, who most people consider have a far better top game than bottom game, we could have BJ Penn top game against Ryan Hall's bottom game. How's that going to play out? Well, who the hell knows? I mean, seriously, we haven't seen Penn in really like a serious jujitsu style competition match in a long time. He's looked terrible. His skills have eroded beyond belief as far as overall MMA skills, especially in the striking department. But if they hit the mat, maybe he does have an advantage over Hall, or maybe he can at least neutralize Hall's submission ability or reversing ability. And just ride him out on top and win on the cards. It's not out of the realm of possibility that if it hits the mat, Penn is not only able to survive, but kind of thrive. Maybe he doesn't submit Hall, but maybe he controls him enough where he gets the rounds based off being in top position. We all know it's dangerous when you go to the ground on your back and MMA style scoring, American scoring, where you're on your back and the guy is on top of you. We've seen it time and time again where wrestlers take somebody down and do absolutely nothing and still win the round. So it's very possible that Penn could win rounds if he's in the top position just by being in the top position. When you look at this matchup and then you look at the odds, I get it. The first instinct is like Penn should be a plus thousand underdog. 
because he's looked so terrible. But you got to look at the matchup and what Ryan Hall brings and the skill set that he's going to be able to implore on Penn. That's the thing. Can he outstrike Penn for three rounds? I think it's possible, probably, just because of how bad Penn has looked on the feet. But there's always the opportunity of Hall trying to get it to the ground. You've seen that many times where a guy will rush forward and Hall will move back and then he'll try to pull guard or go for their their ankle, grab their leg. So if he does that against Penn, I don't think Penn's going to pull out. I think he'll probably go right down to the ground with him. I know most people would probably say you're going to have two BJJ guys that end up striking. If they do end up striking for some reason for all three rounds, I guess you have to give the overall striking advantage to Hall. But like I said, even if Penn loses a striking match, I don't think he's going to take an absolute beating like he has been in his last few fights. I just don't see that happening. Ryan Hall is not that dynamic of a striker. Could he outstrike Penn? Well, I mean, I guess. Look what we've seen from Penn. It's not like we can hang our hat on a lot of things that BJ has done that you could say, wow, at least he can still do this. There really isn't. I'm being honest here. The biggest thing is probably his toughness. He takes a beating. He's got a good chin. I think that comes into play kind of with Ryan Hall because I don't consider Ryan Hall to be a really powerful striker, a really, you know, flashy striker. So I don't think like he's just going to be beating pin to death and put him out. I just don't really see that happening. I think you see that with the odds as well. Why Hall is favored to win by decision. I think if you like Hall, that's probably how you take him. Unless you think there is an opportunity that this fight hits the ground and Hall has a better jujitsu. Again, that's kind of iffy to me because, I mean, Hall's 2-2-2 two, two, and two as far as his win goes. It's not like everybody gets to the ground, he submits, right? And BJ's never lost by sub. So you, if you want to give him the advantage, I have no problem you saying that Hall should be favored. Fine. Hall is the better striker at this point. Fine. Hall may have the better jiu-jitsu. Fine. But you're paying a minus 470 premium for that. Or... You've got to take them by decision. If you're betting Hall on the feet, I don't think he can stop him. It only comes to the ground and how good his jiu-jitsu matches up with pins. If he could sub him from the from the ground, from his back, then that's impressive because pin hasn't been subbed. So to me, that seems unlikely. I think if it hits the ground with pin in top position and Hall in bottom position, at the very least, we get some type of stalemate. And again, with MMA scoring, I think that probably favors Penn. Personally, I don't think Penn should be afraid to go to the ground. Because let's be honest here. If he can't win in a striking match and he can't win in a grappling match, I mean, what's the guy going to do? Granted, Hall is better on the ground than most people. But like I said, when you're looking at the layoff, you're looking at the lack of wrestling. You're looking at the lack of power and even the lack of speed on the feet from Ryan Hall. What more could you ask for if you're betting BJ Penn? You really cannot ask for a better matchup than a Ryan Hall matchup. If he loses this fight, this is the end. How could you ever pick him to be anybody else on the roster? People who have more speed, more power, better wrestling than Ryan Hall. I'm not going to say better jiu-jitsu because, again, Hall is very top-notch when it comes to jiu-jitsu. But really, 
when you add in just the overall scope of skill set of Ryan Hall, BJ Penn should be able to find some area that he can compete. He doesn't have to walk through hellfire with Hall on the feet. He doesn't have to walk through lightning speed with Hall on the feet. He doesn't have to have to defend wrestling takedowns with Hall shooting nonstop trying to get him on his back. What he basically has to do is deal with the movement and the pity pat punches from Hall. And then the threat of Hall pulling guard, shooting for his ankle, grabbing his leg, and it turning into a jiu-jitsu match. If Penn can't win in that situation, or at least compete and make it competitive, then there's a big, big problem. So if you're looking at this fight as far as betting purposes goes, I would not argue with taking a flyer on BJ Penn. I know that sounds crazy based off what he's done recently, but I've just explained the situation with the stylistic matchup here and the threats that he's going to face. And this is one of the least threatening fights on paper that he's had in those five losses. All those other guys I consider to be far more dynamic in certain areas than Ryan Hall. And even though Ryan Hall is the wizard and BJJ, Penn should, in theory, be able to, again, neutralize the BJJ aspect. He should not be outclassed on the ground. If he is, like I said, then what hope is there for BJ Penn? If you're looking at Ryan Hall, man, the 470 is really tough because, again, you have to assume that he's that much better against Penn in all of these areas that he can either A, outstrike Penn, and it never hits the mat, and he, he probably will win a decision in that way. Or B, he pulls guard or pin takes him down. Something happens where they end up on the ground. And he's able to submit BJ Penn off of his back or reverse him or something like this. Ground and pound. Some type of situation where he's got the real advantage on the ground. So when you're looking at this, I don't think it's worth the risk to lay 470 on Ryan Hall. You've got the layoff and all the skill sets that we talked about, the strengths, the weaknesses, the, the neutralizing ability of Penn should have on the ground. I don't think it's worth the minus 470. If you want to say Ryan Hall is going to win, again, how can I really sit here and argue with you tooth and nail about BJ Penn going to beat Ryan Hall. I'd be silly to do that. What I'm saying is when you're looking at these odds, these odds are very wide in a stylistic matchup that I don't think is as bad as people think it is going to be. I could be totally wrong. Penn could certainly lose here. I mean, going out on a limb and saying a guy who's lost five in a row, looks terrible, is 40 years old, should be retired, might be able to compete is kind of crazy. But I'm just looking at the odds and the style matchup and what Hall brings to the table. And I don't think Penn is as in as tough as he was in those other five losses that we've seen him look abysmal in. So if you're looking at Hall, I would probably suggest you look at that Hall wins by decision. To me, if he's able to keep the slow BJ on the feet, just shoot the jab, throw some front kicks out there, keep the distance, and just move around. And he's just got that little bit better footwork, that little bit better speed. Again, it's not amazing, but it doesn't need to be if you're just that little bit much better. It's enough sometimes. And he's able to keep BJ at the end of his punches. Pity pad his way to a three-round decision. Could I see that? Certainly. That's probably the easiest path for Hall to win is if he has just that 
much more of an advantage on the feet where the old ass pin can't close the distance. We've seen that in his last five fights where he just looks off. The timing's off. There's no speed like his footwork's off. That Frankie Edgar fight was crazy where he was bouncing around like a bunny. But those type of things that Ryan Hall could take advantage of, that's where I see Hall probably having his easiest path to victory. If he does his normal Ryan Hall type of thing where he mixes in some striking and then wants to go to the ground, he could be playing with fire there. Maybe he doesn't get submitted, but maybe Penn is just good enough to avoid the submissions, stay on top long enough where he's winning rounds that way. I could see that probably as Penn's best uh, path to an upset victory. And at this point, you really do have to call him the upset, not just because of the odds, but the way these guys have performed. Even though Hall's been out for two straight years, I mean, look at what BJ, BJ has done in that time. He probably would have been better off sitting out another two years like Hall did. And then these guys both fighting after two years off because that's one of the reasons you see the odds the way they are. I mean, he's looked abysmal. And there's no way that you can make Penn the favorite here. I get that. Even with Hall being out for two years, even with him not being supersonic in all areas, he really should be the favorite. I just think the line at minus 470 is high. Here's a little note. The books only opened Hall at minus 290. The public has bet this line up to 470. I think that's a key a key tell there. I believe the books were more correct in the opening line. Like I said, Hall should be the favorite, but I think you're looking at that 250 to 300 mark. 470, you're pushing 5, 515, 550 at some books. I mean, that's getting into ridiculous territory to me in a fight that probably, if Hall wins, he has to go three rounds. Because again, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't just go out and just annihilate people either on the feet or on the ground i mean he he kind of mixes in everything so if he's able to to squeak out edges and the feet with bj pin will he do that all three rounds or is his instinct going to kick in and say i want to take this to the ground does he want to challenge himself against bj pin on the ground does that sound crazy this guy's a competitor man he's a sports competitor he's fought everybody in sports jiu-jitsu maybe Maybe he wants to try his skills against BJ Penn's skills. Old school, new school, BJJ. Who who wins? Who's got the better skills on the ground? That's not out of the realm of possibility. Just when overall looking at the fight, looking at the odds, looking at what each guy brings, I think you could make a case for throwing a, a flyer, a throwaway bet on BJ Penn. I don't think you would go crazy, honestly, on either guy. You could, you could put a little bit more on the Ryan Hall decision, I think, than you could a straight because the line is getting so high that you're taking a real risk that if one little thing goes wrong where Penn is somehow better in one area than the way we capped it, you're going to be in trouble because Hall does not have this gigantic advantage where BJ Penn can up his game a little bit and Hall can still dominate in that area. That's what I'm saying when you look at the stylistic matchup Hall may be better in certain areas, but it's not a gigantic leap, even against a 40-year-old BJ Penn. So I think that's something that you need to look at if you're looking at Ryan Hall to try to lessen your risk there. I don't think you need to be all crazy and go really risky in this fight, even if you like Hall to win. 
If he wins, fine, you cash, you collect a little, and you're happy. Just don't go crazy. And if you're throwing a flyer on BJ Penn, I'm not going to argue with you whatsoever. I mean, you're going to get anywhere between probably 350 to 4 to 1 odds. It's a little higher at some books, but let's just say around 375, you're probably going to get on average on Penn. That's straight, so you don't even got to mess. You don't even have to worry about Picking pin inside. Oh, he's got to get him down and sub him. Or he's got to knock him out. Or, well, he's going to ride him on top and win a decision. You don't got to worry about it. The odds are so nice with pin straight that you can get almost four to one on him just to win any way possible. So that's how I see this fight. Hopefully you guys can pick a side. Hopefully you're the winner. And I will see you guys after the fights on Saturday. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.